welcome from your friends at AmeriCare Senior Living. Today's topic is about tips for evaluating memory care senior living options. So make no mistake, the demand for quality memory care communities will continue to increase as baby boomers age and many develop various types of dementia, including Alzheimer's. The various options for memory care senior living today include in-home care, group homes, assisted living memory care buildings that are usually part of a continuing care community, independent memory care communities, and dementia areas within nursing homes. Not only do family members need to evaluate the typical factors when considering general senior living options, such as location, floor plans, meals, amenities, planned activities, security, cost, cleanliness, and upkeep. But when it comes to memory care, there are a few factors that need extra consideration. First of all, staff. Staff who work with memory care residents need specialized training, generous compassion and respect for elders, and a quick and flexible mindset to go with the flow. When evaluating a memory care community, ask what kind of experience and or educational background staff are required to have before being hired. Most likely, it will be the general requirements for various positions like certified medication assistant, LPN, dining room assistant, dietary manager, and so on. Some new staff may have worked at other memory care communities or even had personal experience with a parent or grandparent who lived with dementia, but that will probably not be the norm. Most new staff will need specialized orientation, initial training, and ongoing professional development. Here are some questions to ask about the specialized training. What kind of orientation are memory staff given? And who gives that orientation? Are staff given specific training in how to communicate effectively with residents? And who gives this training? Does the specific training include active listening, understanding nonverbal communication, the importance of appropriate eye contact at the resident's eye level, assuring and directing residents as needed? What resources are used to train memory care staff and who created them? How are staff rewarded or recognized for participating in continuing education opportunities? It's also perfectly fine to ask questions specific to the concerns you may have for your loved one. Here are some examples. My dad will always want to go home and will continually try to leave. How will staff handle this? My mom gets angry and swears when people try to assist her with bathing or dressing. What are staff told to do in that kind of situation? Mom often wakes up at 2 a.m. and says she's ready to go to bingo. She's wide awake and ready to have some fun. What will the staff do? Dad says that if we put him in a home, he will just stop eating and die because there's no reason to live. How will staff deal with his depression and stubbornness? Dad sometimes believes there are snakes crawling on the walls and he gets hysterical. 
but with a staff do. Hopefully you will feel confident knowing that the staff who will care for and interact with your loved one understand that unusual behavior and acting out are sometimes the norm in a memory care community. You want to be reassured that the staff know the difference between your loved one and the dementia she struggles with every day. Compassion and respect. During your initial and follow-up visits to memory care communities, observe how the staff interact with the residents. Do staff perform their various duties in relative silence, or do they easily interact with the residents with a sense of genuine friendship and caring? Do you hear laughter or meaningful conversation? Do the staff seem to get along well and show respect toward each other? Do staff check in with the residents and ask if they need anything? When residents who have difficulty speaking try to talk, are they left to mumble alone? Or does someone try to pick up on what that person is saying and then respond in some way? Going with the flow. Activities coordinators create weekly or monthly calendars. Dietary staff have planned menus and nursing and other support staff have a list of daily tasks like taking vitals, giving medication, doing notations and reports, cleaning rooms, assisting residents with personal care and dressing, doing laundry and keeping the common areas dusted and vacuumed. All well and good. But honestly, when staff walk in the door at the start of their shifts, they never truly know what to expect. On a cold, cloudy day, many residents may be sleepy and prefer to nap most of the morning. Chair yoga time may need to be moved after lunch. Alice doesn't like any of the lunch options, even though she liked them last time they were offered. It's likely the kitchen staff have one or more of the following flexible options on hand. A burger, grilled cheese sandwich, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, a bowl of soup, Inez, well, she has stuffed two pillowcases with her personal belongings and announced that she needs to call a taxi because she's moving. The laundry and room cleaning will need to wait until Inez is given time to talk about her plans and feelings, have her current situation gently explained to her, and then time to be consoled with an understanding arm around her as she and the staff members sit on the edge of her bed. And then there are those busy times. Bob keeps setting off the alarm trying to leave while husband and wife Claire and John argue about when they will do some Christmas shopping in June while Sue keeps going into Betty's room rearranging drawers while Max can't remember what toilets are used for while Libby's dog suddenly goes on the defensive and barks at every sound while May, who normally gets around just fine, suddenly falls in her bathroom and knocks her head on the bathroom sink. It's, it's like herding cats some days. But quality memory care communities have the staff and the environment to handle unique situations that sometimes arise. If you know someone who has firsthand experience with a memory care community you are considering for your loved one, ask about the staff, how knowledgeable they are about memory loss, how caring and respectful they are, and how well they deal with that crazy, 
at hurting times. Also ask about, uh, here are some points to think about in terms of security. Although security is usually one of the routine factors to consider when choosing a memory care community, some special things to check out. How often is the security and alarm system checked? Are residents required to wear alarms accessories 24-7? What type of accessories are available? Wrist design, pendant design, maybe some other kind of design? In the past year, have any residents found a way to leave without the alarm system going off? Does the security system include outside gated areas? And where are security cameras placed? And then there are indoor and outdoor logistics to consider. Indoor and outdoor logistics are two factors that require careful consideration when selecting a memory care community. Not all residents in memory care communities use a walker or a wheelchair. Some are physically active, socially active, and remain intellectually curious despite short-term memory issues. As a result, the logistics of living indoors and outdoors should serve residents well. Indoor logistics. In addition to having private or semi-private personal space, open community space is also important. A welcoming dining room area and comfortable living room, TV area should be expected. There should also be plenty of designated space for activities such as crafts, games, exercise, and maybe a root beer float happy hour discussion. And there should be room to roam and explore. Is there room to wander and explore? There needs to be because many residents are not accustomed to just sitting around. They wanna be busy. I know my mom does. Is there a whatever cabinet open to all who care to look around and rummage? Treasures can be found there and enjoyed by all. Things like scarves, pins, postcards, miniature slinky toy, combs, wallets, eyeglass cases cards, pencils, and notepads, and whatever anyone wants to add. Items can be borrowed forever, and friends and family members often add to the stash, as do residents. And are there magazines and books available that relate to the interests of the residents? Sports, fashion, farm life, travel, dogs and cats, gardening, is the main floor area laid out in a way that one can walk the perimeter a few times and get a walk-in when the weather's too cold to be outside? What about a record player that can play someone's old records from the 40s or the 50s? Room enough in case anyone is inspired to dance? It's important that activities staff have adequate space and enough varied resources to meet the interests and needs of residents. Make sure there's a whole lot more than bingo, movie time, and Sunday television church service. And then there's the quiet time. Is there what we call sometimes a quiet room? Sometimes it's called a calming room. This is a room with a simple decor, a comfortable place to sit or lounge, and it has flexible lighting. Soothing music can be added as well as special colorful lighting effects 
maybe like evening stars on a ceiling. The features of this room help residents who have a difficult sundown episode and become maybe emotional or very agitated. A staff person escorts and stays with the resident to listen, comfort, and reassure. And then there are outside logistics. Almost everyone enjoys getting outside in nice weather, breathing in fresh air, and feeling the warmth of the sun. Gentle breezes feel like caresses, and smiles and conversations bloom. How about walking paths? Some communities have a designated walking path area for memory care residents. Other continuous care communities have large grounds that include extended walking paths. Memory care residents walk as a group, usually with supervised staff. They can stop along the way and relax at outdoor seating areas. Quality care communities will make sure that any residents who want to go for a walk will get to do so, regardless of whether they use a walker or a wheelchair. Walking paths are also an ideal way for you to spend time with your loved one. Strolls can be times of precious sharing with family and friends, and it's ideal when grandchildren or great-grandchildren come to visit. Walk along the paths yourself when you visit the facility. Imagine it from your loved one's perspective. In addition to on-campus walking paths, does the community arrange outings to visit parks, city or community garden areas, or local walking trails? These activities require extra staff and maybe some volunteers, but the enjoyment experienced by residents who can participate is priceless. And outdoor seating areas. Most likely the memory care communities you visit will have a secured outdoor seating area. It should be large enough for a group of eight to 10 to enjoy, enjoy sitting in mostly shaded area. Rather than blocking out the world, it's nice if fencing is constructed from metal fence panels made with narrow rods. Residents can easily peruse the grounds, and enjoy the view of a nearby flower garden, a pond or a lake, or a residential air neighborhood next door. They can watch squirrels, birds, rabbits, and other wildlife, and benefit from unobstructed breezes. This may not be possible in some urban areas. An alternative would be a natural oasis with wood-paneled fencing and lush landscaping within a patio area. How about community garden space? Many residents were active gardeners when they were homeowners. Maybe they grew up on a farm and raised their own fruits and vegetables. Well, what opportunities are available for those who remain interested in gardening? Are there in-ground and or raised bed gardens for residents to exercise those green thumbs? What about container gardening? Are residents involved in the initial planting and ongoing care as well as the harvesting. Well, here's the good news. The specialty area of memory care senior living has benefited greatly in the last couple decades due to research conducted by gerontologists, neurologists, psychologists, sociologists, psychiatrists, social workers, and others. The research is important because the number of those affected by dementia is increasing. And thus the question, how do we help our memory care residents 
maintain quality of life to the best of their ability. Today, we see memory care communities that prioritize, prioritize excuse me, staff training, security for residents, opportunities to explore outside and inside, and an emphasis on residents' needs for socialization, physical and mental health, intellectual stimulation, and creativity. These are key factors to keep in mind as you visit and evaluate memory care senior living options for your loved one. Thank you. Mm -hmm.